All right, guys, welcome back to the CrossFit Casco Bay podcast. We're back again here at CrossFit Casco Bay Undaunted in Augusta. I'm sitting with Coach Lynn, and we're having this is part two of our of our conversation here. And we we in the first episode we heard a lot about uh, Coach Lynn's story about how she found CrossFit and, and her decade long relationship with it. And now we're going to kind of chat about how we can get the most out of our CrossFit membership and. This is kind of it was the it was the topic of the very first podcast we did back in 2018. And I think it's going to be fun to hear um, Coach Lynn's perspective on it. So why don't you tell me about what is kind of like the foundation you think of like someone's CrossFit experience? Like, what do you think is like the the most important thing that someone's just started CrossFit or they've been doing CrossFit? Like, what's the most important thing that they could change to help improve their progress? Oh, boy. So I think automatically when you come in, leave the ego at the door, be ready to listen to your coach and really focus on your form in the beginning. Don't be so gung-ho and think you got to load up the barbell or RX everything. Take it slow. Really learn the movements and focus in on those fundamentals, right? Um, I think it was Greg Glassman that said, you know, you need to do something 10,000 times before you have proficiency with it. Uh, I think you and I were talking at the beginning of the podcast, you know, going back and revisiting those fundamentals, you're only going to learn more and make it better. And that's what it's all about being the best we can be. Right. So, um, I know I just spit out about a hundred things right there, but, um, yeah, I, I think that if you can, you know, take it slow, really focus on that form, that would be one of the first things you can do. That yeah. I, I think to kind of like, so to sum that up, take it slow. I think that's a really good advice because when you first start CrossFit, when you first hear about it and you like look it up on the internet or you go to your first honor class or you just go to your free class, it's like a fire hose of information and movements and things you've never seen before. And it's really overwhelming. So I think, and this is kind of like the nerdy side of me coming out. I think it's like when you first play a Mario game, you ever played Mario before Super Mario brothers, the first level is not like you facing Bowser and there's fireballs and like, you're having to do like this crazy stuff. No, it's like jump over this thing. Now, you know, hit the Goomba and go down the pipe. It's the same thing with CrossFit, like start slow. Okay. Let's get an air squat and let's get really good at the air squat. And then let's learn how to press and let's learn how to deadlift. And I, I think if we could go back and when you start CrossFit and stop thinking about it in days, weeks and months and thinking about it in years, take the time and that, especially in that first year to really master those first basic nine movements that you learn in the on-ramp and just focus on that. And I feel like a lot of us, we are so passionate about CrossFit that we start it and we go from learning the air squat. And next thing you know, we're doing squat snatches with, you know, you know, 75 pounds and it's just like, boom, we're just like jumping way ahead and we're going from level one to level nine. And it's like, I think it, it is smart to take it slow and, and start from the beginning. What is a, another thing maybe that we could do outside the gym that we can uh, do to be better CrossFitters, better humans and kind of help our progress? So a couple of things immediately that I think of are um, really listening to your body always. I have been doing this for almost 12 years, injury free, basically. And it's because I've always listened when I have something going on. Now, with that said, I think that if you 
really want to improve, the best thing you can do outside of the gym is work on your mobility. So on those days when you are not here, go out, take a run, take a walk. It can be something very, very simple just to get your body warm and then work on that mobility. So many of us are um, losing our flexibility and mobility all the time because we're not working on it. I've seen it a hundred times in the gym. People want to get better, um, but they're not working on those that shoulder mobility or the hip mobility, ankle mobility, things that could really make a giant difference in their movement patterns. Um, so that's something simple that they can add into their routine. Again, um, you could do that on a daily basis. It's not going to be major wear and tear on your body, but you're going to see big improvement. Sometimes mobility comes slowly, so you have to be super patient, but it definitely is worth the investment of time. Yeah, I feel like uh, mobility it, it, for the bang for your buck, like you can see some a crazy progress in like how much weight you can lift, how fast you can do things. And, and also just general enjoyment. Like I, I feel like the, the two main movements I hear a lot of complaints about and like kind of Uggs and size is thrusters, overhead squats. And why do we not like those movements? Most of the time it's because it, they, they don't feel good to do. Like they're just, they're hard movements. Think of the thruster. The thruster is requiring you to do a squat while holding onto the barbell with a full grip in that front squat and then pressing it overhead and doing it over and over and over again and, and getting out of breath with it. And I feel like if you could work on making it so that front rack and that squat is that much easier, you might come to find out you actually might like those movements because you're not so worried about just doing them. But now we can worry about doing them well and adding load, adding intensity and reps and whatnot. So I think that's really, that's a really good uh, insight there. What are some of the ways that we could improve our mobility? Is there like sending resources? Do, am I just doing like stretches? Am I doing like active mobility? Like what are some things that you've done to help you stay injury free over the years and help with your mobility? Absolutely. Um, so I love Squat University. There are many videos on YouTube, free resource, Instagram. Um, I also like Kelly Starrett. Uh, he's written several books, one of them Supple Leopard, but he's got a lot of great video on YouTube. So you can see the exercises. You can absolutely look up exactly, um, you know, the area you're looking for. So if you know you're somebody who has tight shoulders in terms of getting into good positioning for your overhead squat or your snatch, um, or a thruster, right? You can look up shoulder mobility exercises. We did some um, things in class just the other day to help people get in a better front rack position. Um, so I jumped on the old internet and looked on YouTube and found some great mobility exercises to stretch our lat muscles. So sometimes, you know, getting in that front rack position isn't necessarily like I hear a lot, I can't do it because it's my wrist. Well, I can't tell you the magical things that happened when we stretched out those lat muscles. Um, but again, lots of good resources for free out there on the internet. And ask your coach, right? Your coach can show you a bunch of different stuff too that um, you can do at home to help you with those things. So when I'm in a class, um, how, what is, what is your guidance on in terms of like movement patterns and how should movements feel when I'm there in terms of like, you, you talked about like my wrist hurts enough in a, in a thruster position, right? 
at what point do we try to progress with movements like overhead squats, like thrusters? Um, do we start with things like the dumbbell if our wrist hurts? Like how can we modify things as we're building this, this foundation of movement patterns? Um, how should things feel? Like, should you be in pain? Like, should I, should I be stretching before? Like, uh, what do you think about like moving through these kind of movements? So interestingly enough in CrossFit and when I started CrossFit, I'm getting in positions that I've never put my body in before. So I think there's definitely a difference between, oh, this is a little awkward or uncomfortable and oh my goodness, I'm in pain. And so obviously we want to avoid things that are painful and going to hurt you. And CrossFit is great because we can modify all the movements. We can get you almost the exact same movement pattern, right? We could substitute and um, move those hands around a little bit to get you in better positioning so you're not in pain. But sometimes we have some folks who are, are just feeling that you know, it's awkward. When do you hold things like you would in a front rack position? We don't. So some of it, I have to kind of feel out the individual, see if it's actually pain or if it's just like, oh, hey, I'm not used to having my wrist in this position. Um, and again, I'll show them some movements, ask if there's still pain involved. Um, and, but obviously try to get them um, in the correct position um, and help them with that. So it feels good. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you a, a little bit more about, um, the, the lack of injuries uh, of doing something for so long and CrossFit can sometimes have a stigma for being a little intense, right? Um, what would you say to someone that has like a kind of this preconceived notion that CrossFit is dangerous? You know, I, I, I CrossFit's for only for people that are fit coming in. They're only for 20 somethings or 30 somethings. They're only for performer athletes. What would you say to someone that maybe has some ideas in the head of what CrossFit might be? Sure. I would absolutely invite them in with confidence to watch a class so that they could see all the different ages and athletic abilities and body types moving all together, different levels so that they would feel comfortable and they'd understand that you're being watched by a coach the entire time to make sure that you are safe and moving properly and that there are different levels within that it's not just all of these super studs like you see on the CrossFit games. Um, I think a lot of people are familiar with, you know, Rich Froning and um, the Thor's daughters and they think everybody is an elite athlete. But when you come in here and you see your neighbor, it makes you feel a little better or, you know, even perhaps, oh, I can do that takes that fear away once you see the uh, the community um, and it's it's not we don't have many elite type athletes here right we're all just trying to get fit we're all just trying to have a good time and I, and I, I think that's true uh, across the gyms let's let's hone in on nutrition because it is very important it is kind of the foundation uh, of it all where would you have people start like it, there's a ton of noise and nutrition. And we kind of touched a little bit on this in our, in our previous podcast, but 
where does someone start? They, they're just done CrossFit or even if they're just trying to change their health and their nutrition outside of CrossFit, where do I start? And then what do you think is the, is a appropriate path of progression through the more technical stuff? I think there are a ton of things you can do to move the marker in nutrition that don't require a lot of crazy anything. First and foremost, making sure that you're getting enough protein in your diet. I think secondly, if you add more vegetables to your diet, that's never a wrong answer. Making sure that you're getting a good variety of things on a daily basis is super important. So, um, you know, this is a um, core strength and conditioning program. So clearly protein is important. And again, I think some people struggle with that. Um, I've heard all sorts of, of different guidelines, but again, if we're focusing on getting good protein, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, it's a good place to start, right? We don't need to do anything too super organized. Um, again, cleaning up the quality of the food that you eat. And so, you know, if you look at something, um, first of all, it shouldn't be in a package necessarily, right? If we stick with the things on the outside of the, the grocery store, I think that's a great place to start. So many things you can do first, and I would suggest doing them one at a time so that they become good habits and then layer in another habit. Even drinking water. Most people that I run into are severely dehydrated. And in here, when we're, you know, working hard and sweating as well, super important that we're replacing um, the water. Um, but again, if you know a dehydrated muscle, I think the number is 20% weaker than a hydrated muscle. Well, heck yeah, if I can get strong just by drinking water, I'm going to do that. You know, that's an easy fix. And again, I think you'll feel better. A couple of clients that I've worked with, they were having migraines because they were dehydrated and they had no idea. And just adding that and changing that for them changed the way they go about their day. So simple, small things that you can add in as opposed to eliminating anything. Um, and again, everybody's going to have an individualized diet once you know what works for you, once you know what makes you feel the best. And uh, again, we touched on that before. Um, but, you know, for the most part, I, I deal would be that we have something that's sustainable for a diet. And again, you never have to get into the weeds if you don't want to count macros. If that is maddening to you, don't worry about it. There are ways to improve the diet and make it better without, you know, really honing in on some of those things. Maybe my average person that comes in here doesn't care about macros. Um, but again, if you get into that really um, performance mindset, you may want to start looking at that, that direction to make sure that you're getting enough. Um, but before we get there, clearly, there are many different little things that you can do, habits you can add that uh, will move the marker on your health. Right. I think that goes back to your first point of take it slow. Right. I don't think anyone like should just start like I've never worked out or I haven't worked out seriously and I haven't really dieted before. I'm going to start tracking my macros like right off the bat. That's going to be that's going to be a lot. Right. So I, th I think you're right. Just starting with why don't you just eat some more protein and eat some more vegetables and drink some more water. That's a fantastic place to start. So I think the first kind of three things we touched on really could help everybody. But I think that's really good for like the starter CrossFitter. Hey, come in, take it slow. That's the first thing you should do. You should really work on your mobility so we can stay safe and we can do things 
like actually do the movements, right? Sometimes we literally can't do some of the movements because we can't get into them. Um, so I think that's great. And then also starting with nutrition. Now everyone can benefit from that, but I really think like the first year CrossFitter really could hone in on those three things. So if we kind of take a step back and look at maybe someone that's been doing CrossFit for a little over a year now, and then maybe like one to three years, what are some things that for a little bit more of a veteran crosser, CrossFitter that maybe feels like they're not progressing as fast as they did. Like kind of, you got to kind of that, that romance period, that first six months where it feels like everything you do just is a PR. And then that slowly starts to level off. What are some things that can like maybe some more complicated stuff that a more veteran CrossFitter can, can improve their experience with? I think it's really important to set a goal for yourself, whether that is to learn to do toe to bar for the first time, choose something that's higher skilled to kind of focus on. And again, like all things, take it slow, one thing at a time. I wouldn't recommend that you, you know, uh, if you don't have toe to bar and some chest to bar pull-ups that you say my goal is to do a bar muscle up. Sure, you can get there, but let's start with one skill at a time. Um, whether that's double unders or if you want to um, focus in on getting a better snatch, but I still believe in the focus on one thing at a time, dial that in, and then choose a different thing to work on. Um, ask your coach for help, right? They can certainly help you. But I would say that goal out loud to somebody so that there's some accountability there. Even your, you know, your best bud that you meet at the gym every day, tell your workout buddy, right? But work on one thing at a time. Yeah. I think the ask your coach is a, is a great one. Cause we're not mind readers. Like we are going to coach you through the movements. We don't know that you've all of a sudden decided that I really want to get toes to bar and that's my new goal. Like we don't necessarily know that. Right. So I think that is something really important. It's just, especially after you've gotten comfortable with your coach and over the years, you got to know each other, like update them, let them know like, Hey, this is like a new thing I want to focus on. How do I get there? What is, so that's awesome. And you know, we, I think just doing CrossFit, you'll get better at everything, but we're not doing, let's say toes to bar every single day. So what is something that we can do every class to kind of progress ourselves? Like maybe I've gotten really comfortable by doing like sets of five pull-ups and I've gotten really comfortable with 95 pound barbells. Like, what do you think I can do every single day that might help push that needle forward? Like you were saying. Again, I think working on the fundamentals is always going to make everything else better. And, um, you know, it can be something as simple as, oh, hey, I'm I, I want to focus in on my gymnastics. Simple things like hitting arch and hollow. Right. Again, a fundamental movement. You don't need any equipment. It's not going to be big wear and tear on your body. But those global positions that you are getting in are super important for all all the gymnastics movements on the bar, right? So that's something, again, that you can do. So if you can find the fundamental pieces, you can um, drill with a PVC pipe, like you were saying you have for a year, right? You can get really good on the parts and pieces of a movement, um, and it doesn't have to be big wear and tear on the body. Something, Something you can carve out five minutes at home and work on. Great. So kind of to wrap things up here, I, I want to, I kind of ask you what, 
what are you kind of working on now that you're you're you've been doing this for so long? What it, what have you been working on to to kind of improve? Is there anything that you've you've noticed like in your CrossFit experience that you've been trying to to fix? Like for me, for example, I've been really trying to get my food under control. COVID kind of uh, kind of rough things up for me a little bit, and I got I, I kind of let things go on the on the food front. So I've been tracking pretty meticulously, and that's what I've honed in on, especially since um, we don't have as much access to barbells or or doing CrossFit things. Um, what is something that you've been working on over the last couple months? So honestly, isn't that the, uh, the crazy thing about CrossFit? I feel like I have to work on everything all the time. And again, I'm trying to remind myself as well, take it slow. I think we're all in the same boat. Um, most of us were out at least for eight weeks from the gym because of COVID. And then we may have come back, but we were out in the parking lot. So we all need to give ourselves a little bit of grace time here to, you know, rebuild and come back better. And it's a great opportunity to slow things down a little bit, back the barbell weight off and really just work that form. Again, listen to your coach. You might hear something new now when they're saying the same thing. It might just click. So um, I feel like I'm just really trying to move well right now. Um, I feel like uh, lost a little bit of strength. I've lost a couple reps on the bar. Um, so just really, uh, trying to slowly get back to where I was and, uh, again, remain injury free. I think you can never go wrong with, with that answer. I love it. Well, I really appreciate your time. I appreciate you sitting down for the last two podcasts and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, if you have, and you want to hear more from us guys, check out the podcast pretty much anywhere where you listen to podcasts, check out CrossFitCascoBay.com and CrossFitCascoBay on Daunted.com. And as always, we'll see you at the gym.